0: This podcast is sponsored by CDO Group, the industry leader providing a full range of construction and project management services. CDO Group has managed thousands of projects in all 50 states. Their group of experts provide systems, processes, and procedures to make sure that your projects turn over on time and on budget every single time. With over 24 years of experience, CDO Group is the industry's leader in construction management and general contracting services. To find them, go to CDOGroup.com. Hi, and welcome to the Future of Development podcast. My name's Anthony Montatecchi, and I'm here to inspire people to find amazing careers in the construction development world. If you like our podcast, please make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. If you really like our podcast, make sure you hit the little bell. Hi, and welcome to the Future Development Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Monoteghi, and today I am joined by William St. Pierre, another amazing, amazing inventor. The product he's created is called The framework. It does layout in minutes as compared to what used to take days or even maybe even a week. And uh, your numbers, your measurements become the measurements on the job site and quite inventive, quite creative. With that, let's welcome William to the show. William, welcome to the show. I'm excited about having you on. You know, we, we looked at the product in pre-show, and I've been looking at it all morning long, checking it out. I'm uh, excited to really get into it, so
1: welcome. Thank you, Anthony. I'm excited to be in the show as well.
0: You know, every time we see something new that's literally revolutionary in the business, it just really gets me excited because I know that our business has been so archaic forever. And uh, inventors like you are coming up with the newest and latest and greatest technologies. And uh, let's really get into the product, the framer, and talk about... How how it works and what it does and the solution. Uh, why give me a little background on how you how you got how you created the product.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a good story. I could actually talk about that for hours, but I've tried to be as concise as I can. Uh, so so we founded founded the company about about three years ago. Um, I was getting out of the university. I'm still young. I was getting out of the university and then I worked for general contractors, uh, here in Montreal, Canada. And then quickly, this is where I've seen a major gap from what we use in school and all the technology that is available and the construction industry. So I said, like I need to do something in my life about this industry and this an industry I love. So definitely that I, I've made myself the mission to, to change that. So, Originally, I had an idea that we were uh, prefabricating wall panels for the wall industry with 3D printers. It was amazing, the latest technologies. So I needed to have uh, technical co-founders to to help me out. And then this is where I've called Charles and Jonathan. Charles, pretty strong background in mechatronical engineering and Jonathan robotics and electrical engineering. So we started to build something. And quickly, six months in, we started to, wanted to talk to customers and we went to a job site to talk with a wall and ceiling contractor. And this is where we've realized that our idea was bad. <laughs> so bad. Sorry, 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 about, so your first product is, was was
0: wall panels, right? Is that what <laughs> Yeah. Does, 3D yeah. wall panels, right? So you you guys said, "Well, I got a solution. Uh, we're gonna get rid of all this drywall mess and all this stuff, and we're gonna do these 3D wall panels." And that your your solution was talk talk to me about that.
1: Yeah, so so we were presenting our idea and product to to a foreman on the job site, and the foreman was quite not. He was not talking much. So this is why I, I realized that there was something, and I asked him like, "You know, what's your biggest problem on the job site?" And said to me like, "William, I didn't want it." To offend you but that's not my problem what i need is i need to know where the walls will be positioned because if i am installing the walls faster but they're still not at the right location i need to do rework all over again and this is the core of my problem so it's like mm, interesting and we were looking to each other it's like ah, that's pretty interesting so we went back to by that time we were part of an uh, university incubator we went back there and then Done a brainstorm over a beer, and then this is where Charles uh, had the idea: of a laser projection device that displays construction plans in a real scale. I was like, "Wow, that sounds like a sci-fi movie," but that seems interesting. First game, we built it, and Charles said to me, "Yes." So I was like, "All right." <laughs> so that's first step. Now um, we want, if we're to do a pivot of the company, uh, we won't do the same mistake twice. So which means we will sell the product before having it. So the first thing I've done. I opened the yellow pages. I wanted to get in contact with contractors I did not know and tried to do uh, cold calls. I've done 10 calls. Out of those 10 calls, I've been able to have 5 person on the phone. It's always a tricky, but oh, you yeah, need yeah. to- pa- Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, so you're calling my coin. Look, I
0: have not invented anything yet, but if I do invent this, will you buy it?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's, so-
0: that, that, that's a tough one. It's really going out there, right? And it's a genius way to do that because you,
1: you, you really are putting yourself out there. And that's awesome. Yeah. So out of 10 people, I've been able to reach out to five, getting passed through the receptionist. You know, this is the most complicated portion. And then, <laughs> and, and then uh, with those five person, I had uh, meetings. And after the first or second meeting, I had agreement with deposit signed. So I was like, oh, okay, I think we've got something. So now I, I looked at back to my team and said, let's build a product now. And this is how really Mechasys got, got created by a major pivot. And we went over prototype to prototype to products to what we have now. Uh, laser projection device for for the job sites. So this is really how we started the business.
0: That is that's that's different, right? A, a lot of a lot of people go the opposite. They go in this major hole, right? And and they they are so upside down before they even get to the product development, and they never get to a customer, right? They never even get to show. There's never a proof of concept. They can't ever get to uh, a point where they do that. You're going out there saying, hey, hey, Mr. Customer, look, we've got this idea, and this is what we want to do, and uh, we we want your input on it. And by the way. If we build that, you're a customer. Is that you'd be a customer, right? And yeah, yeah, and you're you're saying that that's genius, right? I mean, being able to to first of all, that shortens your whole development timeline, right? Because now you now now you can focus on. Look, I've got some customers that will help support this, and they and they're, and they are people that will uh, uh, of size. So uh, you, you go back. How hard was it to get past the secretary?
1: <laughs> uh, you need to find really good tricks. Um, so first of all, you have this, uh, I had an entire script and, you know, sometimes it's it, it kind of not working at one point. I was trying to speak with the owner of a company, but the owner was actually Dead since two years. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, right. You yeah. didn't tell. Okay, got it. Got yeah, it. exactly. So yeah, there's a few tricks here and there. If you see that the receptionist is kind of open, then it's quite easy. If it's not, if you, she's not open or he's not open, then you need to get the tricks here. And this is why I haven't been able to speak with anyone, uh, everybody as well. Oh, that's why. Well, yeah. you know,
0: <laughs> I, and I think that you know one of the things I did early on was I worked as, as a stockbroker. I uh, worked in a small penny stock company at the time. I was, you know, 19 years old, or 18, 19 years old, and I cold called all day long. And the guy that I worked for, which would, would train me, you know, to make these calls and how to get by the personal assistant and how to get into the, uh, into the person, the decision maker's office. And, and once I get in there, you know, you get this very limited amount of time to say, Hey, look, I'd, I'd like to get to a, a more engaging conversation, but you know, their, their, their whole thing is trying to get you off the phone and, you know, you know, doing what you're doing is put yourself out there. If nothing else, you're on the dance floor, right? Just, just in, <laughs> uh, you know, getting out there and trying to make the calls, I think a lot of inventions, you know, inventors, you know, for, for me over, over the years, being able to speak to what you want to create kind of starts to solidify the idea, the product, what you're going to do, right? And, and Like in that, there, it starts getting created.
1: Like literally that's the first prototype It's just speaking about it, right? Yeah, and and you know it's really important because you need to fall in love with the problem and not the product, because the project product can change along the way. But if you truly love the problem and the industry, then you'll find your way to get there. That's fundamental. But if you if it's the opposite, then you'll try to do pivots in the industries, and you uh, it's gonna be really complicated to to navigate through all the hurdles of being an entrepreneur. So yeah, you need to love the industry. You need to love the problem. That that's fundamental.
0: I love that. You gotta fall in love with the problem not the product right because that's yeah. genius here Eric there's there's the the piece I want to pop out because I think that's something that everybody's got to hear I got to fall in love with that and then the process kind of happens right the uh, the stuff that uh, you know enters ebbs and tides of, of learning and knowledge so back up a little bit so now you you get out of college and you now start making these phone calls and you're you're, you're getting a couple people uh, interest and you start having the conversations and
1: now you start uh, going over the drawing board Where do you, where'd you go Start. So we started with early prototypes. We wanted to validate. So so, so we had a list of all the um, technology risks, right? Uh, is it possible? Is this, 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 and this possible as well? So we've listed them out, and this is we've built prototype in order to assess those specific risks. So at the beginning, the prototype were really ugly but they worked to solve a specific technical challenge. And then uh, the third prototype, I believe we started to combine all of those prototypes into one. And this is where we had a product that was doing projection, moving uh, on the sides and up and down as well. But then then comes in the question of accuracy and then you need to work on the accuracy and then you discover a lot of things. And this is where uh, you, you're building your path. And you know, the most important in a, the, the development of a technology is to try to know what you don't know that's the most important and the most complicated because you don't know that you know it that right. you don't know it so
0: yeah i, I kind of find there's three things there's there's I, I i know and there's stuff i don't know it's the third one the stuff i don't know i don't know right? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the realm where all of a sudden you're like, I didn't even know, I didn't even know that stuff. You know, you kind of figured, but like, I, I don't know brain surgery, but you know, it, it's the other stuff you can't even imagine that's in there yet. And, and I think some of that starts to happen as you develop as an entrepreneur and you go start walking. Now, sometimes that's the best thing you can have is you don't know, you don't know. And, and, and some of that's what creates the new opportunity, right? In the not knowing, there is kind of this opening that says, I can do anything, right? Because when you know stuff, it becomes like gravity and it's like, yeah, I you know, that could hurt. And then, you know, you're like, I don't I don't want to do that. But not knowing something that you don't know, you kind of keep going forward. Kind of like uh, you know, a little bit of a little of uh, innocence that goes with that uh is is <laughs> kind of a it's kind of a uh, a neat opportunity. So now you're 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 you know you notice that you want to handle layout, right? And uh, layouts a problem. That's the problem, and you're trying to come up with a solution for it. As your iterations, as you went through different iterations of that of that development, talk about what uh, uh, what what kind of products you were doing, and how did you go through those iterations?
1: Yeah. So again, uh, the early prototypes were really to validate uh, th- uh, a technology risk, and then we started to combine the first ones. Uh, into making a protection device that was working. We've made the first generation and the first generation of product, we did not know that uh, an uneven surface, such as a floor a construction job site, which is not perfect, uh, would have major impact on the accuracy. So this, where we needed to incorporate a 3D a scanner inside of the product. So we, for the second generation, we started to integrate a 3D scanner inside of the product so that we can compensate for job site irregularities Uh, this is fundamental in order to get a product that is accurate 100 of the time on every types of of projects worldwide Uh, and so this is what we needed so we've implemented that and then we've been able to discover that this information that we were gathering was useful to uh, the same contractors or other contractors so This is a good example of things that we did not know that we did not know. And then we've been able able to find an opportunity with that. Uh, So right now we have the second generation of unit that is performing well on the job site that is accurate and that we're deploying. So, So it's all a question of process and how do you get there? And also you need to manage your team. Uh, by the moment you do that. And you need to have a really strict product management uh, uh, and planning. And this is uh, something that is fundamental, similar to project management, but for your product. So you have your product roadmap, you have your your products, you have your features, and then you have your sprints because we work in a agile technique. So you need to manage all of this, uh, you make sure that you can get to the goal as fast as you can. And to do this, you need to be really organized.
0: Well, g- give me this. So so when you're saying, hey, look, I have to manage the product development. Right? So, you know, my guess is that you're coming at, the people are coming at you a 100 different ways, right? Uh, <laughs> here's ideas. I mean, I mean, by the way, I do that. Keep myself focused and have the ability to uh, to get something done, right? With the creativity, you're like, well, what about this? What about, that? what about that? Somewhere you gotta pick a line and you gotta follow that path to get to it, Now, get to it. Now, there may be some other learnings that come along the way, but staying on path to get to the product, right? As you develop it, you know, can can be mind can be mind blowing
1: yeah, exactly. So, so a lot of customers tells us, Hey, I would like to have multicolored projection. I would like to have projection on the ceiling. I would like to have larger radius of projection. So what we need to do internally is we need to first list them all and then afterwards prioritize them so that I don't give everything to my team because they'll, they'll do a product that doesn't work at the end. You need to make sure that you prioritize them and then you deliver the minimum that you need in order to get to the paying customers. And then, the, 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 and then you can expand within other trades and so on and so forth. But, uh, You need to prioritize everything. Otherwise, that would take uh, multiple years in order to build a product like ours.
0: You you know, I kind of like the Tesla model, right? You know, they promise, hey, one day we're going to get to self-driving. But still, I've got a Tesla. And, you know, even though it it can get me on the highway and I can hit a, you know, I can hit the, uh, pull the lever and I can, can, you know, go down the highway pretty easily. It can change (laughs) some lanes. Great. But, you know, it still doesn't self-drive from my yeah. driveway to the next driveway, right? It, uh, But every, it, it's slowly getting smarter, right? I, I can see the car, now it reads arrows, now it sees stop signs, now it can read red lights, now it can read green lights. And I can just notice that every small increment of growth, it's great. And what's kind of fun for it is, I see the vision, and I'm kind of up for the ride, right? Because I, I I enjoy the, the the process. I enjoy watching them go through it and being part of their development. And I think that's what happens with these early adopters. Is now you've got partners in the development of it, right? They're now your champions, right? They're the people who the product is great. You know, and and you know when we're going to put a, de- a demo of this uh, product on the website, you'll have a link down below. So all of you guys that want yeah. to really see it, it's it's a phenomenal way to. You're laying out every wall every detail you know it's essentially your layout becomes the layout right becomes <laughs> the lay i mean everybody on site no matter what trade's doing it now you're you've got the you've got the the layout that everybody's using right because now uh you can integrate every wall every plumbing stack every ventilation location your plans your layout becomes the job site layout and it benefits everybody on it.
1: Yeah, exactly. We can do multi-trade layouts or, or single trade layouts. It really depends. And you can have as much in, in, in details as you want. It really becomes on uh, what is the office preparing in order to help the people on the job site to perform the work, right? So you can have a highly detailed layout if you want. You can have a really simple simplified layout if, if they want. It really depends on the nature of the company. And also the nature of the project but for sure uh, we have recommendation uh, in order to optimize uh productivity on site uh to help our customers and uh if they want to do multi-trade layout most of the time we need to have the approval from the general contractor because it becomes more complicated in how to manage this inside of a project. But this is definitely uh, the biggest advantage that we can provide to to a contractor uh, at the same time.
0: So let's just kind of back up and really get how the product happens. So before you're out in the field, uh, before you get to the field, there's some setup work you have to do. Now you're, you're taking a set of 2D, uh, 2D drawings or maybe you're in a BIM model. Uh, wh- where are you pulling information from? It, it, wh- what's your preference? A BIM model, uh, 2D drawings, uh, a P- uh, what, what's the what's the data that you want to put into the model uh, to create it?
1: Yeah, so uh, we can work with uh, BIM-enabled contractors or contractors are, are not working with BIM. But we need digital files, which is AutoCAD most of the time. Okay, so this is the basic uh, the base reference that every contractors will take. In our product, we have three main components, right? The first one is a cloud-based application. So contractors can drag and drop their plans if they have AutoCAD, uh, but if they have Revit, they can connect the database directly to their BIM model so that it can extract all the information that is required in order to optimize time uh, on the pre-construction phase. Once this is on the cloud application, then the workers can get in the field the workers will have two components inside of the product. They will have the laser projector and a mobile application. The mobile application act as a middleman. So we can fetch the information from the cloud and then push it to the framework. And then the framework, which is the projector itself, will display the uh, the, the information that needs to be laid out in the job site. It's important to mention that uh, it's our product is a way of communicating from the office Uh, to the job site so if we input a if it's garbage in it's also going to be garbage out Uh, that that's that's for sure so this is why i'm making sure that your uh, autocad drawings or bim model are are synchronized with the other trades or uh, are correct then uh, this is this becomes important Nevertheless, there's still an option that contractors can move around the projection in the field. They can do on the fly modification. And that's fundamental because sometimes you have a, a wall layout that doesn't fit with the plumbing pipe. And then your plumbing pipe is already there, uh, poured in the concrete, you cannot m- move it. <laughs> so what happened uh, uh, most of the time is that the wall layout will move. So on the tablet and mobile application, you can select your wall and move it and that will save the information. Back to the cloud-based application and and generate the as-built drawings. Uh, so it's 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 a back-and-forth communication from the office to the field. And what we're building is a way of communicating at the end. You you pull from the model, right? You pull from the the 2D Revit drawings or the 3D
0: BIM model. Uh, you now have this model. You upload it into the uh, onto the cloud. Now you pull from the cloud to down to uh, down to the frame, frame R, and now you've got that. And you're projecting. Let's start. Let's talk about you. You. You two guys. Uh, how many people does it take to operate this? <laughs> only one. Actually. actually, one. One person shows up. They got it on their shoulder, right? They show up on the job site. Hey, and she she takes it out and she goes, "All right, look, I'm gonna set this up right here, right?" And uh, she sets up. How does she get uh, the location of where the framer framer is and the information is so I can get a, the right accuracy?
1: Yeah, so what we need in order to position the machine is two control lines. Uh, Once we have two control lines, this is the standard on every project you have control lines or grid lines, we need to have a minimum of two. And what the machine will uh, do is that we'll take two measurements on one grid line, and the third measurement on another grid line, and then we can start to project. There's other parameters that the machine uh calculate by by itself such as its height and the floor elevation or ceiling elevation but that the user doesn't really need to know and you know uh how much time does it get to get on board uh, it, it's funny because uh right now we're starting to onboard customers to operate the machine by themselves and uh, la- this week actually we were on a, on a massive project here in montreal and we were supposed to train a layout carpenter but the layout carpenter got the COVID. So he was not there. I was like, ah, damn. <laughs> so the foreman sent me a person that never done layout in his life. Never. Okay, it never. He it got five years experience on the, on, on the trade, you know, but never done layout. After three hours, he was performing the layout on a really complex job and it was perfect. So <laughs> I was like, damn, this is nice because my product allows contractors or, or operators that never done layout to learn this like that. And for him, it was like kind of a video game. So it was really easy to 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 operate. So yeah, that that made me really really happy for sure.
0: All right, so so now they come in to get some training. Give me an idea. What what's the train they go through? So they 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 understand. Uh, how to get the software, what what, what information goes into into the uh, cloud, right? How to pull the
1: file and how to upload the file to a place where they can now pull from the file. Yeah, so there's two main trainings that we offer. The first one is, depends on the technology readiness of the company, right? Do they manage the CAD files? Do they not manage CAD files? Are they BIM enabled? So that will vary, but we will guide them in order to, to 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 push their plans into the platform make sure that the plan is correct as well so either we offer trainings on autocad or our bim or, or we can also on some specific projects we have customers here in, in Quebec that uh, don't manage any cat so we can help them uh in doing so but hold on,
0: but you got to make sure you're, you're, you're Eric Eric our producer Eric where you at Eric wants to learn how to do this we're gonna take Eric and we're gonna send him out to your class now you you, you walk Eric through the through the class and you're gonna you're gonna teach him how to do this what's his first day look like
1: uh so the, so the training is one day okay. uh so so it depends of what Eric knows at the moment does he knows the basic of AutoCAD does he doesn't know the basic of AutoCAD usually uh, most contractors that we do this training for uh, knows AutoCAD at least and then can perform basic Revit models Uh, so on the AutoCAD it's mostly about uh, how do you make sure you can compensate for your wall types depending on the trade and then you can extract information you'll need to clean a little bit like you don't need to project the chairs and the tables on the architectural plan right you don't necessarily need that so you're just removing the information that you don't need, and then you import that to the cloud. Uh, so it depends on the project. It can be 30 minutes, it can be two hours. Uh, really depends on, on the complexity of the project, but usually it's quite quick.
0: Good. Okay. Now, it's either Eric understands how to pull that out, or we have an architect that we train to say, hey, look, I don't need these layers. I need this. this is the, these are layers I need. I need, the wall, I need the wall layout. I need these datum point setups. Um, I need pl- plumbing chases or, or penetration drawings, uh, wh- whatever that might be that uh, layers we want to have on there we extract we 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 capture that file now we take the file and we and we stick it where
1: uh to the cloud based application so it's a drag and drop you can manage your project and then in the project you have floors you can have uh you we have components uh, and in the demonstration on our website, we have the d- detailed information, but there are three main components. So it's really flexible for if you have a really small project, like you're building a a McDonald's, for example, in your case, or you're building like a, a, a multi-billion dollar uh, hospital project. And so it will be the same. So you just need to drag and drop your file into the, the application and that's it.
0: Well, I got to tell you what, you know, as you guys get uh, this product, it, you know, watching it on site, uh, watching, go through it. I, I, by the way, I'd love to come out and see uh, uh, one of your projects get laid out. I'd love to see the product in action. So as, as you continue to develop, look, the, seeing it on video is one thing, but uh, I really, really am excited about uh, I, first of all, I want to see Eric do this, right? I want to see Eric. i want going to make him uh, go out there and, and he's going to take that file. Let, now, now he gets it uploaded and let's just go through the next step real quick. So, uh, I, I get to the field with Eric, and we, we and he sets up the transom, and uh, or he sets up the tripod, and he gets his datum points, and does do we scan? Are we scanning the environment first?
1: No. So the, the most complicated part, okay, in the job site is the portion that we're not even using the product yet. Uh, so it's getting your control lines uh, set up on the job site. Okay. So you need to lay down your your control lines. And this is really the most complicated part. Once this is done, then you can set up the machine on the tripod and then you level it. And then you make sure that uh, you take your plans from the mobile application. So you select your plan and then you will retranscribe the same control lines. So usually there's offsets that are created. People will offset their grid lines into a control line. And then once we have this, uh, we can start positioning the LP, uh, the machine, which we call internally local positioning system. Yeah. So you have three points on one line, one point on the other one. So now the machine knows its X and Y coordinates. The machine takes by itself uh, the Z elevation. And then just before projecting, we scan the area that we need. Uh, so this is compensating for all the floor elevations. And then we display the information and start to work. And then you just repeat.
0: Right now, now the projection, give me what it's projecting. Can, is, is it just the floor layout or am I getting wall layout? Am I getting ceiling layout? What, what, what are my options on, on projection? Everywhere it has a surface, really. So walls, ceilings, floors—we uh, can do everything. So yeah. 365, all the way around, up and down. Uh, so I, I can match my light, light, light. I can, I can locate my light locations, my my ceiling track. I, I can project uh, all of my interactions between ceiling. I mean that that's that's the, that's really time consuming. I mean right now it may take somebody. <laughs> I mean I, I look, I've done that work and. You know, I can't tell you how many times a day we 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 lay something out, and then you know it takes the next two or three days of you know I, I get pinged. Hey, can you come back over here and measure this point? Hey, can you come back over here? Can we check this point? You know, there's constantly this this kind of you know we 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 put points on the ground or maybe a couple of chalk lines. And then we miss some of the other stuff that we really need for uh, locating of lights or locating of a, of a of a of a glass wall or an offset for a product. You know, we might get the outside of something, we might not get the center line of something.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, you're, you're right. Uh, the thing about layout, it's that really a a a an expensive part of the project. Usually, yeah. it would present between 0.5 to 1.5 percent of the entire bit. Okay, most of the time it depends on the project, but if there's a mistake at that step, that's massive. That that way you you fuck up the entire project, right? (laughs) Absolutely, the echo effect of a bad layout is seen on every,
0: I mean, the cost, the expense, and just the frustration of the team, right? I mean, everybody's pointing fingers, hey, the architect, hey, the carpenter should have known this, or hey, the plumber wasn't paying attention. You know, oftentimes they're on different pages looking at different datum points, and oh, I measured from this wall over here. I, this says you know two feet from over here. Oh, but you didn't take in consideration uh, finished wall, right? You know. So you forgot to <laughs> to put tile on there, or you forgot to put you know whatever wall panel, engineered wall panels that uh, uh, that we've got out there. So uh, you, you know it,
1: it does, uh, William. It, it can be complicated for the novice. Yes, it is. Uh, Especially when you don't have a technology tool, uh, to be honest, when you need to have your architectural drawings and you need to think about the wall types and all the dimensions, you know, what what we see is most of the time what people are doing is that they take a piece of cardboard and then they literally draw the wall type with the right dimension. And this is where they know their the center line of their wall is, you know? And, and and so that that becomes quickly, quickly, really complicated. With us, uh, it's simple because all the work is done on the pre-construction phase. And if it's done the BIM model, there's not even an additional work that needs to be done. Uh, so you, you display that, you have an uh, uh, iron line, for example, then you just display your steel. That's it. So yeah, it quickly simplifies the entire process. That's awesome. You know, you
0: um- as as you guys continue to develop this, you know, and, and you've now done all the lines, you've you put everything in. Now the project's done. Uh, what what are you doing post project with red lines and, and accuracy? How are you translating that information that you've gathered during the you know the changes of the layouts, or, or how's that getting translated back to the architect?
1: Before getting to the architect, we'll get to the subcontractor, which is our customer, and then possibly to the general contractor if if needs be. But yeah, we, we gather a bunch of data points, right? We have 3D point cloud, not at the same resolution as 3D scanners performed by Leica or Trimble, but still we got pretty decent amount of data that we gathered there. We also have pictures, we have movements of the machine that leads to productivity rates. We have all the modifications of the layout that results in as-builds so that we can provide this information to the subcontractor, which is our customer as a quality control report. So we can guarantee that his job has been performed well, and that can increase the payment process if need be. That really depend on specific project. Uh, but yeah, so we can offer a way for the subcontractors to guarantee that his job has been performed well to the general contractor. This all the MEP contractors are already required to perform that. So this is why people are purchasing 3D scanners a lot, especially in the MEP space, the wall and ceiling industry, it is starting, you know, it, it is starting, they need to provide uh, as build drawings. Uh, so yeah, we see a lot of traction there too.
0: Well, and, and, and let me ask you this, where are you guys at with the thought of being able to have this thing be mobile, right? At, at, you know, uh, uh, taking this product and being able to have it mo- move around the job site without having to go back through setup. You know, once you get one datum point, being able to do the entire job site from one data point how's that de- idea sort to f- uh, grow
1: yeah it is on the product roadmap that is for sure uh we see a lot of value in putting your product to a robot like this pot for example yeah, 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 and i know we yeah, yeah. I, love that I know. Spot. You know me. I love that spot. I, I, I need
0: a, I need a spot pet. I'm trying. You know, uh, Eric's gonna come to the office here one day. I'm gonna have
1: Spot the pet dog uh, over you here. You can. It's only seventy eight thousand yeah, dollars. so you know,
0: listen, it, It's you know that's not that bad for a pet. I've you know complained about the three thousand dollar dog my, my wife wanted to buy, which it keeps peeing in my house. Uh, I love the dog, but it keeps peeing in my house. I'm like, stop. Uh, oh honey, it's trained. I'm like, no, no, no. So what? what you know, Spot's gonna come with it, its own problems at seventy. No, Eighty thousand bucks. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's fun to look at that and you can see a future where, you know, all of a sudden it gets projected as spots eyes, right? Like kind of laser pointers, you know, spots eyes are now doing the layout for you. Uh, that would be kind of funny to, to see. So, uh, uh, you know, William, I love having you on. I love As you guys continue to get, uh, more and more, you know, integrating this as, as you continue to break through more barriers, I want you and your creativity to come out here and shine. We definitely want to talk more about what you got going on. All the progress you got going, on. and by the way, I'm I'm grateful for you and all the developers in our in our in our industry that are breaking all these new places. So um, I'm I'm grateful to have you on, and, and and we look forward to really highlighting that. Make sure that uh, hey, audience, if, if you if you liked this episode with William, or like like all of our episodes, if you'd make sure that you guys would hit the 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 like button, and if you really liked it, hit the subscribe button. Uh, it helps us and, and and get great guys like William on here, uh, and it just takes a second to do, and uh, it. Helps helps us get more amazing guests uh, like William to come on the show. So uh, William, I am so grateful for your time. And if people want to find you and get
1: and and buy the product or rent the product, uh, where, where, where do they do that at? Yeah. So they can get directly on our website, uh, mechasys.ca. So M E C H A S Y S. .ca or directly contact me on my email address, William at mechasys.ca. So again, M A C M E C H. ASYS.CA, uh, I answer all of my emails. So there's no problem with that. Well, we'll, we'll
0: make sure we put links to both of those down below. Uh, audience, look, really go check this out. Uh, it helps uh, William grow the product and uh, uh, give feedback on it. If, if there's anything on the show that you want to see and uh, some stuff you have on it, please let us know. We're, hey, look, that's what this whole show's about. It's our in, it's our industry really showing off the people and the places and the things that we're doing to really make this, uh, you know, a a better place to work. And uh, it's a lot of fun. William, thanks a lot for your time. I'm grateful to have you on the show. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks for joining us. My name is Anthony Monategi. always looking for people to bring insight into the industry, finding ways to inspire people to have amazing careers in the development world. If you liked our podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. If you really liked our podcast, make sure you hit the little bell. Thanks again for listening. Please share it with your friends.